Thank you for listening to the Starburns Audio Podcast Network. We have so many great comedy shows to add to your playlist. Just last week on Starburns Audio, on Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast, Gilbert and Frank are joined by the legendary Alan and Adam Arkin. On The Untold Hour, Jessica Chobot and Andrew Bowser are joined by Connor Gosell, the man behind the Haunted Historian Instagram account. On Small Doses, Amanda Seals is going full cancer season this week, talking about the side effects of feelings. This week on Profiles and Eccentricity, an interview with Bill & Ted creators Chris Matheson covering his new book, His Famous Father, and Time Travel's Most Excellent Adventurers. On That Black Ass Show, W. Kamau Bell, writer, comedian, and host of CNN's United Shades of America, joins Dulce Sloan in celebrating Spike Lee's 1992 film, Malcolm X. Search Starburns Audio on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcast platform for a full list of our shows, featuring hosts like Shane Moss, Miss Pat, and the Scholar Brothers. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Starburns Audio. Enjoy the show, and remember, stay safe, stay healthy, and keep laughing. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 8989 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 8989. Enjoy! You're listening to Comedy Central. Welcome to the Roast Battle Podcast on Comedy Central. This week, we listen to an interview with roasting legend Tony Hinchcliffe, Coach T, Brian Moses, and Fat Pat Barker. Sit down with the Youngstown, Ohio native, fresh off his victory over Mike Lawrence. Let's hear why, despite winning, Tony is still mad as hell. Hey, this is the Roast Battle Podcast. I'm here yet again with... Pat Barker. Hey, what's up, guys? And Coach T. Oh, hey, what's going on, man? In the studio, we have the Golden Pony from Kill Tony, Mr. Tony Hinchcliffe. Hey, everybody. Hello. <laughs> it's me. That's the part where they turn off the podcast because they hate my voice. No, they no. love your voice. No, no, no you're doing good. No, you're the joking. number one live streaming podcast in the world. What are you talking about? It's true. And, uh, you know, I'm glad to be here at uh, Viacom headquarters uh, in beautiful Hollywood, California, one of my favorite corporations in the world. <laughs> the girl on the elevator, I'm like, I fucking, I can't stand this company. And she goes, what do you mean? I, I, I like it. I go, how long have you been here? She's like, two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> I'm like, you haven't gotten your first check yet. That's why you still oh, like it. Oh, that's the truth. Whoa, 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 She's man. like, oh, you're making me nervous. I'm like, oh, I'm just kidding. I love Viacom. 
fuck out of here. Tony, Tony, Tony. No, no, no. This is what we're here for. This is what we're here for. This is, you're damn right. I'm bitter. I'm angry. I'm furious, what like you, always. What are you upset about? What's happening? What's the matter? The man Tell me you're so mad. I, me coming to this building, you have to understand something. Uh-huh. That, you know, and I love that you guys are doing a roast battle podcast because let me tell you something. And I love it. But I was one of the only guys, 9, 10, 11 years ago we're talking, when I started, that was obsessed with roasting. And what did I do? I started working with the Roast Master General, Jeffrey Ross. The first roast I wrote for, I think, 2009? 2010. 2010 or 2011. Because I remember I got to 2010. Yeah. And then I remember you were like, you were, I, I, I. That was. I love this story because I remember it distinctly. I moved moved maybe a month before you had stopped, um, like, living with your ex-girlfriend or something like that. Mm -hmm. You're just like, you know what? I'm tired of this. I just need to get my own way. I need to start roasting. I'm yep. the best roaster in this fucking club. Yep. I need to talk to Jeff Ross. And Jeff Ross wasn't really coming around a lot. Right. But you're like, when he comes back, because he's coming around now, yep. I'm going to get his fucking email, and I'm going to email him jokes. Yep. And then, by God, did you not? You did that. I did it. Yeah. I did it. So I've been in the roast world coming up forever now, eight years continuously, mm-hmm. six Comedy Central roasts, and a ton of other roasts. You know, it's not the, you yeah. know. The underground ones. Yeah, exactly. Snoop Dogg. The Friars Club. Yeah. Snoop Roast, Iron Sheik, Ron Jeremy, <laughs> yeah, bunch of fun ones. And, you know, here I am uh-huh. having fun kicking butt. And my point is, is that, uh, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a friendly relationship that Viacom and I have. <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as straight white males uh, turn into the bad guy, I was, uh, I was labeled as a straight white male. But if you listen to any of the jokes about me, I'm a gay woman. <laughs> so I don't know what the fuck's going on. I just can't win. Uh, tell him why you're mad, son. I mean, it's unbelievable. I love it. <laughs> so, you know. All right. Now, listen. You battled what, uh, uh, two seasons on the TV. Yep. Uh, you battled Mark Norman, yep. K. Trevor Wilson, yep. and now Mike Lawrence. Yep. Uh, are you friends with any of these guys? Uh, I'm probably closest. I mean, Mike and I have worked together a bit, uh, but, uh, we don't really, we don't really mesh well together at all. And why is that? Um, because I'm a, uh, you know, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know how to put this correctly. Um, he's more, you know, like, uh, nerdy. He plays into nerdy shit. He wants to be uh, known as a nerd. He puts it all out there. I love comic books. I don't wash my glasses off. You know, <laughs> weird shit. This boy Tony came in hot. Yeah. You're a damn motherfucking <laughs> It's the best episode we're ever going to have. It's the best episode. It's a, it's a Monday afternoon. I got to kill Tony tonight. This is like damn Christmas right. morning to me, baby. I pack the main room every Monday at the comedy store. What the hell oh, are you talking about? Mondays, Mondays are my shit. So, I mean, Mike plays yeah. into, you know, Mike plays into that stuff. He puts, mm-hmm. you know, and he's good at it. It's great. He puts out this image of, you know, I'm the nerdy, you know, underdog. Right. But, uh, I mean, I don't, first of all, I don't buy it. I think he's a bigger bully than I am. I think he talks more shit than I do in a weirder way. At least I'm saying it out loud into a microphone. 
You know what I mean? It's one thing to go behind people's backs and go, this guy's blah, 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 blah. I mean, I'm not saying that I know that he does that, but I am saying that I know that he fucking does that right now. So here I am. All I'm saying is that he portrays himself as a nerd, but I think he's a bigger bully and a hater than, than, you know, you would expect. But But he plays into it, you know, the schlubby beard and the tight shirt to let you see his little pot belly. He thought I was going to take the bait and do all fat jokes. <laughs> Sorry, bro. You got KO'd, homie. <laughs> Nikki Glazer picked you so that because she needs writers. Jeez. Oh, oh, your damn motherfucking, motherfucking right. came yes. with that shit. Yeah. This is the best episode we've ever done. Mike looks like Louis C.K.'s genitals. Because he's about to get beat in front of an audience. What a fun battle this is between two roast writers, me and who's ever helping Tony tonight. Really, man, I can't... I just can't wait to see what fat, ugly nerds you hired to call me a fat, ugly nerd. If you want to see something Tony's written all by himself, you could just go to his Wikipedia page. Everybody knows Mike's a great writer. That's how he got the Emmy. Nom, 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 nom. (laughs) Mike wrote on the last season of Schumer's show and the last season of Crashing. He's ended more shows than Harvey Weinstein's boner. (laughs) Yeah, I am fat. I am literally twice the comic you are. Uh... Tony hosts a podcast where he mentors young comedians, giving them advice like how to get a Netflix special and how to still be cocky after Netflix takes that special down. (laughs) Hey, man. Wow. I'm sorry. They only have room for one depressing lesbian at a time. (laughs) That's a fancy way of saying Mike's never made a special. But his parents made one 35 years ago. (laughs) Tony uh, married an Australian woman after one month in Las Vegas. And you know what they say, what happens in Vegas leaves you the second she gets her green card. Hey, Tony, let me ask you, when she divorces you, is she going to flush every memory away of you clockwise instead of counterclockwise? It's true. It's true. We are, uh, we are both married. My beautiful wife is right up there. Mike's wife couldn't, uh, yes, Mike's, Mike's wife couldn't be here tonight because clearly Mike never makes her come. <laughs> Welcome back, folks, to the Roast Battle Podcast. As always, we return with a question from the audience. Thank you, young lady, right there. Uh, yeah, why is Tony Hinchcliffe so mad? Huh. You know, I don't know why Tony is so mad. Maybe it's because he's one of the top young rising comedians in America, but he's in his mid-30s. 
Anyway, let's find out what happens when Coach T tries to pay Tony a compliment. I'm, I, I'm a big Tony Hinchcliffe fan, man. I say it publicly. I say it behind yeah, your right. back. Why don't you ever hit a sound effect after one of my killer <laughs> jokes? This fucking guy. This fucking guy right here. The king of the bullshit. Out of all, out of all the Hollywood oh, fucking people, oh, Coach oh. T, the least Hollywood dude, is the most filled with shit. I lay, wow. I, oh. I lay in to Michael, and I even told him before, I go, Coach T, you never hit a sound effect for me. I'll if I up. clank this dude tonight, can you do me, can you just give me, can you pepper in a little something? <laughs> can you just put your hand on a fucking button for me for once in your life? And he tells me he loves me, but oh, then I know, guy. but then I you're know when Mike Lawrence is in front of me, he goes, look, man, take this motherfucker out. Yeah. <laughs> That's my Coach T impression. I tell, I tell Mike Lawrence that he looks like Louis C.K.'s genitals because he's about to get beat tonight. The crowd goes crazy. The Comedy Central editor did a hell of a job making that battle look even. A hell of a job. Oh, wow. What an editing job he did. Well, we got to cut out some of these laughs. We got to get to the jokes. Motherfucker. And let me tell you something else. I tell him that. And I go, because you're about to get beat in front of an audience. <gasps> Boom. What do I hear from Coach T? He's over there getting, he's loading up Mike Lawrence's sound effects. This motherfucker's typing like a motherfucker. Mike Lawrence air horn. <laughs> What does Mike say? Mike says, uh, I'm so excited to see who you have writing for you tonight. Finish him. Deadly fatality. Every sound effect. It was, it, this guy wasn't even fucking doing jokes. I mean, I was clanking him. If it was a UFC fight, this would have been McGregor Aldo because that shit was over in six seconds. Oh I'll go God. first, and then I won. No sound effect. He does setups. Tony doesn't. Uh, Tony, I can't wait to see how many writers you hired. <laughs> Coach T, you're out of control. You're my favorite, man. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> battled my Lawrence on this too. God damn. <laughs> Did you tell Joey Urell that, too? <laughs> Shit out of nah, here. No, he was early. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, I didn't I didn't want to halt that momentum at all. We got, we're got. we going to throw a couple battles in there. Uh, you know, he's just talking about Mike Lawrence being a nerd. One of my favorite nerd battlers we have is uh, Isaac Hirsch. Isaac okay. Hirsch has been tearing it up in the belly room. We got him versus Katrina Davis. Let's get into that one. Yeah, Isaac Hirsch, he kind of has like Tony's uh, physique a little bit. Tony's physique and Mike Lawrence's personality. Definitely. And yeah. Katrina is black. So there's that. Uh, I, love, I love Katrina. Super, all right. Super likable little firecracker. Big yeah. smile on her. Beautiful eyes. So funny. Yeah. She's yeah. cool because, you know, that's what's great about Roast Battles. It's a battle of styles. Mm-hmm. Me versus mm. Mike Lawrence. In my opinion, I have an advantage because Mike is used to being the underdog, and I'm used to being the favorite. You know what I mean? So it's a battle of styles. It depends on when you get the person and how you get the person. My point is Katrina's amazing because she's just such a—you can tell she's a nice little girl. So when she's being mean— it's amazing when okay. me and Mike or any of us, you know, uh, any of the you know dudes are doing it. You sort of expect it. They come out, you know, guns a blazing with their arms up and soaking it in. All right, let the racism begin. Uh, it's one round. It's three jokes. Who wants to go first? I'll, I'll go first. Yes, you're a gentleman. Isaac, Katrina, let's roast. Katrina has 13 stitches in her face from a bong injury, and her ex once tried to set her on fire. 
Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I meant to say Katrina's from Florida. <laughs> um, Isaac looks like his favorite sex position is within earshot of his parents. Katrina, you look like the token black member of the band from the Muppets. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out which Muppet's supposed to be black. Um, Isaac was raised by two librarians, but he's autistic, so he still can't read a room. Katrina pretty much only fucks white guys. Wow, it's another Katrina where the bush doesn't care about black people. big black women, but playing poker is the only way he'll ever lay a queen on her back. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Isaac Hirsch! Katrina Davis! Yeah! I am Nick Cannon, and this is Wild and Out. All right. <laughs> Who do we like in this one? <laughs> All right, audience, who do you like in this one? Do you like Katrina Davis? All right. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Do you like Isaac Hirsch? There you go. Your winner. Isaac Hash! Hug each other! One more time, Isaac Hirsch, Katrina Davis. They're gonna go make love. I swear to God, I've never said a bad word about you. You ask these motherfuckers. I've <laughs> yeah, never I've You never, never made a good sound for me. <laughs> <laughs> but this but this is why I like him though. The nigga says his shit, man. He got so much Negro energy in that little body of yours. You're damn it's right. And that's truly, you know, I mean, uh, you know, that's the root of my roasting is I was born and raised in an all black neighborhood and uh, you know, it, where I come from you had to defend yourself and be cool. You couldn't be the nerd. Where I come from, I couldn't go, I love I love pro wrestling, and I love comic books. I couldn't be that guy. You would get your ass beat. But you love pro wrestling, though. Oh, I love it, but I couldn't so tell anybody. <laughs> I couldn't tell, you it. tell anybody. I came out of the closet as a pro wrestling fan just a few years ago. I had to make sure I had everything on lockdown. I'm like, I don't, uh, think, th I don't think this is going to fuck me up. I don't yeah. think anybody's going to sucker punch me for this anymore. Yeah. I'm 30 years old. I can do it. Yeah, I don't think Dorian from fucking Youngstown. <laughs> <laughs> there is a Dorian from Youngstown. That's so funny. Dorian West. What's up, homie? <laughs> I mean, that was firepower between you and Mike. That was all firepower. That was like, it was like you guys didn't like each other. That felt like mankind versus 
one of the guys in his heyday. You know what I mean? mean? In WWE. Let's be honest about it. I'll give you. I'll, I'll leak it right here, exclusively on this podcast. Roast Thank battle you. exclusive. I'll leak it. We pitched to put a briefcase above the uh, above the thing, like oh, money no. in the bank style, and have a contract in there. Winner gets to be on the dais for the next roast. That's what it should have been. Would have okay. raised the stakes. Comedy Central, where are you wow. at? In this oh my god, we needed this actually. Sleeping, we still need this. Sleeping. Net- <laughs> Netflix wanted to do it. It's such a good idea. <laughs> Comedy, Comedy Central. Oh, we don't want to tie the things together. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Which, by, by the way, it, it, which is bullshit. Because That's all they, they did like, was yeah, tie the things say, together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, we want to have wow. a roast before we do roast battle, so we're gonna wait until we yeah. get a roaster. I mean, whatever. Oh, it's unbelievable. A a- an actual award for years and years of hard working roast work. I mean. Come on, what are they thinking? And plus, it's the, you know, I mean, we were sort of buried. Let's face it. How many episodes were there? Five. Yeah, five. Ep- five. Uh, five. Yeah, they're, they're the fifth. Oh, you're the yeah. fifth, but there's six so there total. was six. We were the fifth of the six. Mm-hmm. We were buried. You know what I mean? Deep, as deep as it gets, because Blake Griffin and Jeff Ross were the sixth one. Right. Right. The season so finale. Yeah. we're buried as hell. I literally saw tweets like, "Can't believe." You know, Earl wasn't on this season of right. Roast Battle. It's I'm like, it's a week before my battle. People think the show's over. Right, right, right. Yeah, people still think it's a tournament. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just, you know, one of those things to where I can't believe they didn't go along with it. Speaking of which, I want to throw to a battle right now that was a Coast vs. Coast battle. This is uh, from about a year ago. Our current belly room champion, Toby Mirashanu, out mm-hmm. here in L.A., against Dave Cyrus from New York, uh, who used to write for SNL. This is a great battle, two great writers. God, all right, who, all right, it's one round, it's five jokes. Who wants to go first? All right, New York. And Toby, who's ready? Who's ready? Who's ready? There it is. Let's roast! Toby hasn't eaten meat in 22 years. Unless you count pussy, then it's 33 years. Dave ran a psychic hotline, but you know it's fake because he saw a future in comedy. A lot of women in comedy have called Toby creepy, and Toby has called them while masturbating. Dave name drops people from SNL faster than SNL dropped him from SNL. Yeah, the only time you work on a Saturday night is because that's when Uber pays the most. (laughs) Sex with Toby is like going to see his live podcast. If you came, you were probably thinking of someone else. Dave's single, but he's looking for a nice girl to lay eggs in. Toby says he's against cruelty to animals, but only when you ask him if black lives matter. (laughs) Uh, Dave says he's a ghost writer, but he's actually just a regular writer who's invisible to women. Toby's kind of ethnically ambiguous. People usually don't even know he's Jewish until a child describes his penis in court. 
Dave wrote for Triumph the Dog and Failure the Person. Well, I mean, hey, keep it going for that. That was brilliant. I think I see one more joke happening. Okay. I think you're right. Joke off! You went first, so Toby, you're up. Are we ready for this? Of course we are! Let's roast! Dave ran a psychic hotline, had a mafia family, and wrote for SNL. So he overcame the odds to be boring as fuck. <laughs> Toby's so boring, women fall asleep before his roofies kick in. Toby's favorite movie is Apollo 13 because it combines his love of space travel and things that are 13. And I don't know what makes Dave come. I just know it's horrifying. <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter. It was 3-2. We're fine. It was 3-2 Toby, so Toby's your winner! Hug each other. Hug each other. Yeah. You guys were made double overtime. You should, Dave. Hey, please, hey, keep it going. That's Dave Sears in the green. Dave's in the green. Toby's in the flesh tone. All right, that was mayonnaise versus white bread. Classic battle. Toby Morshino versus Dave Cyrus. How'd it uh, go? I, th I think Toby won, right? Toby won in overtime, yeah. So okay. Toby beat Jamar. Jamar won from Nicole, right? Yeah. I was there for that. That was amazing. And then so Toby beat. Jamar, Jamar. Yeah, to right. Toby lost to Nicole, Nicole lost to Jamar, and then Jamar lost it back to Toby. I was uh, I was eating chicken for lunch the other day, and uh, <laughs> who walks by? Jamar Neighbors. <laughs> where, um, all right, what chicken joint? Yeah, where you Love baked me? wings on Melrose. Oh, okay. I'm sitting out there, and of course, <laughs> Jamar Neighbors walks by. No, I'm not saying of course because of the chicken. Right. I say of course because... Sal's comedy hole's right there. Jamar's always out. <laughs> right, exactly, and he loves that place. And, he really does. Uh, and uh, it was so funny. He's like, man, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Who's who's Toby Mirashan? <laughs> I'm like, you're battling him tonight? You don't know who he is? He's like, no, man, I need to get on this shit. I'm like, you are too funny, Jamar. Yeah. <laughs> Vinny didn't show up for like 20 Yeah, minutes. that energy carried over to the battle. He, he was, was consistent. He was great. He was yeah. so great on yeah. that battle against Nicole. It's amazing. I love it. And that's one of the, that's one of the coolest things sometimes, getting to watch someone's uh growth at an art form like mm -hmm. this you know jamar is a physical hilarious you know well well trained stand-up comedian a hard-working dude oh yeah but roast battling is so different than everything else yeah and i remember years ago whatever he didn't have a great battle or something like that or he had a tough time and to get to watch him you know have a great the jokes battle. have caught up now yeah. yeah with his performance his performance has always been top notch exactly yeah, I mean, yeah, he's yeah, the kind yeah. of guy who like he he introduced the he, in, the intro yeah he basically. couldn't get his jokes to stick for a while right but, but as recently he's been not he's, he's a monster yeah even i think against toby where he didn't like write anything he still was like he had like 
20 jokes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He somehow did no jokes and the most jokes, jokes ever in I, the battle. It was, it was beautiful. Yeah. You also, also, Nicole Buchanan, she started out on Kill Tony. I think we first met Nicole Buchanan was on Kill Tony. Yeah. And now you can see her in this platform and see her rise in this platform and get uh, her her first like TV spot in this platform. Absolutely. And she's, you know, one of the fun stories and cool things that have come out of uh, Kill Tony. She was a monster there. I've been right about anybody that I ever told was going to do good things on that show. And she was one of the ones off of 60 seconds the first time I knew she was, we all knew she was something special. Yeah, It's great that she's found a niche like that. And by the way, uh, how about almost all of them? Mm -hmm. I mean, Katrina. Oh, Katrina, Kim Congdon right. was a Kill Tony regular. Kim Built and bred. Her first spot was on Kill Tony. Right. And she was a regular immediately. So she was doing a new minute every single week for, I think, a year and a half, mm -hmm. something, two it, years, something it, crazy. Explain Kill Tony for anyone who might not know what that is. Uh, it's, a, it's a very, I mean, if you love roasting, that's another one where uh, I host the show and uh, comedians sign up for the chance to do 60 seconds of stand-up comedy. One minute. And if you get pulled out of the bucket, you get 60 seconds, and then I interview you about uh, something, maybe about your stand-up set, but usually I try to find out more about their lives and what goes, where they're from and what they do and make jokes about them that they could make and therefore use themselves. It's sort of like it's Christmas. Like a workshop. Yeah. 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 Because I'm just sort of giving them stuff that they could be talking about. I'm like, do you talk about that on stage? About your, you know... Your dad being a doctor and your mom being a nurse or whatever the hell, you know, stupid crap. And uh, people's lives. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> About other people's lives, you yeah. know, stupid crap. So so is Kill Tony doing pretty good or it's or? unbelievable. We're doing rock clubs, theaters all around the country. Well, around I, the world. I, we just did. I love what you've been doing with it, man. I mean, we're trying to take that <laughs> blueprint actually and, and apply it to this podcast. So yeah. we really appreciate it. I mean, that's the move. We're having a lot of fun. Kill Tony's filling places man yeah we have kill tony mania coming up october 12th in san uh, what's fran that? What's that? i want uh, this what we're doing two kill tonys in one night where okay Cobbs. up so in san francisco like a SF? thousand people yeah i think right. that club holds like 600 people awesome. so. huge. how do you how do you how do you pull that off you just you kick everybody you out how. or keep everyone around or oh no we kick everybody out yeah you gotta buy two tickets if you want to go to both, <laughs> get that sure. money tone yeah. yeah of course and uh and uh it's our agents yeah it is <laughs> what are they telling me this is probably the it's probably what do you say about viacom <laughs> uh, i was playing live did right you now. go and hate on the i mean tone you just can't do things like that um we have a battle with somebody i consider to be tony hinchcliffe 2.0 he's one of my favorites i know you love him too Connor mcspadden yeah, that's my boy that's hey. what i was hoping you were gonna brilliant say. roast writer uh, wrote for the bruce willis roast this is a little bit older battle he did uh against jonathan rowell who mm. is one of our favorites one of my favorites yeah uh it, moses you always say he is He's gay Mexican. Those are my favorite gays, favorite Mexicans. Exactly. And I they like had a guy. they had a killer one rounder a couple years ago. We're gonna play that now. It's one round, it's one minute. Who the fuck wants to go first? Yo. Damn right, you already went first. Are we ready? <laughs> I hate you, crowd. Let's roast! Jonathan contracted gonorrhea last year. In five years of comedy, it's still the only clap he's ever gotten.
Connor, you look like someone put your face in a microwave and pressed pizza. Jonathan's a gay Mexican. When he told his parents, he came out of the janitor's closet. <laughs> Thank you, Squares. Connor's such a bro, he chokes girls out with the puka shell necklace. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Jonathan's the only Latino to be disowned for picking fruits. like Sid from Toy Story grew up to be a sad PA. Jonathan's such a hipster, he only fucks guys through a newfound glory hole. molested by his 10-year-old cousin, which is weird because that was last year. He snuck up on me. Jonathan's a wetback because he's too ugly to fuck from the front. girls to fuck him with strap-ons. His ass has been pumped with more silicone than Ty Rivera's face. Jonathan will only swallow if the guy's been tested for gluten. <laughs> Connor, you look like you're in an Irish boy band called Rosacea. Jonathan Rao, 
I mean, they Man. voted for it. Folks, make love for Connor. Hug each other. Love each other. Wow, that sure was spicy. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Roast Battle Podcast. If you like what you hear and you are in New York or San Francisco, guess what? We're coming to you soon, live and in person, so you could win hot cash and prizes. Just kidding. It'll be roast jokes, but you've got to come see us. Thanks. Stay tuned right here to the same Roast Battle channel for future tour dates. The Sirius XM Comedy Central radio show You Up with Nikki Glaser is is now now a podcast. podcast. Join me, Nikki Glaser, and my best friend, Tom Takar, as we overshare stuff about our personal lives. We give perspective on dating and sex. And make fun of whatever or whoever else deserves it. Check out some of the latest episodes featuring great interviews with Tracy Morgan, Amy Schumer, Amber Tamblin, and more. Subscribe now to You Up with Nikki Glaser on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. Listen to You Up every morning, 10 a.m. Eastern on Sirius XM's Comedy Central Radio, Channel 95. It's a good show.